Welcome to Fear and Greed, the week ahead. This is where we take a look at the big events, reports and releases coming up this week that give insight into the economy and a look back at what happened last week too. I'm Sean Elmer and every Monday I'm joined for the week ahead by economist Stephen Kukoulis. You'll find him at thekook.com and on Twitter using the handle thekook. That's T-H-E-K-O-U-K. Stephen, good morning. Good morning, Sean. Well, a bit of a disappointing week last week from all respects uh, and economic sense as well, of course, with the lockdowns. Yeah, the lockdowns have got the potential to really undermine what was a fabulous start to 2021. The first six months of the year, you know, as people have been regular listeners to Fear and Greed have been seeing from a range of sources, that the economy is doing really well. That we'd had this pickup in economic activity, you know, the near zero interest rates were working, the earlier fiscal stimulus was working, the boom in our trade with China was certainly helping a lot of the resources companies. And, you know, when we were just looking at the cold hard data on the economy, we were getting economic growth coming back strongly. CapEx, business investment was starting to pick up. Business and consumer sentiment were pretty buoyant. And um, importantly, we were having a really strong uh, improvement in the labour market. Jobs were being created. And as we saw last week, the unemployment went below 5% for the first time in about 11 years. Yeah, I mean, incredible labour force figures. Oh, they were good. There's no no denying that they were showing that, again, these were sort of only partly incorporated, part of the Victorian lockdown, the, the one that was a few weeks ago, and of course had no uh, influence from the New South Wales lockdown, so for the month of June. Uh, but they were showing another 29,000 creation of jobs, unemployment at 4.9%. The underemployment rate ticked up a bit, but that's a very volatile sort of component, but you wouldn't be at all unhappy to see those sorts of numbers coming through. And they were really confirming that, you know, this pickup in economic activity, the closed borders, dare I say, if we get onto that controversial topic, were really generating a lot of uh, demand for jobs for, for Australians who are here. And uh, we saw that great result. But as we're just sort of saying, the, the lockdowns occurred through last week and the end of last week, they escalated with Victoria coming on board. So that's the question now that the the markets and the economists are looking at how big an effect will that be on on activity? Was it just a bump in the road? We lose a, a couple of months of output or is it going to be something that changes sentiment? So how big an effect will it be? Oh, look, I've seen various estimates. About a billion, a billion and a quarter a week for both New South Wales and Victoria lockdowns being lost to economic activity. Uh, possibly that translates to a a faltering of somewhere between 75 and 100,000 jobs, you know, whether people are just on zero hours and they don't join the ranks of the unemployed because employers know now that this thing will end and they don't want to lose their workers. They don't want to pay them anything because they're getting no revenue either. So look, at this stage, it looks like a jolt. It's possible, given that this occurred at the very beginning of the September quarter, uh, that the September quarter GDP numbers, when we get them in December, will be flat, maybe slightly negative if these lockdowns extend for any length of time. So that'll spark, you know, the the, the headlines. Oh, a double dip recession, which I think is a bit overstated. But nonetheless, we could be in this period where all this optimism from business and consumers will take a hit because the news on the economy and just in terms of the lockdowns won't be great. And you, you sort of alluded to it a moment ago. One thing is that we have been through it all before, particularly if you live in Victoria, and you do know it will end. And what we've seen previously after lockdowns is that spending bounces back. Yes, and indeed. And that's why, and that's why it's probably wrong to be too gloomy on the economy, that this is really just putting back, if you like, that that move to full strength in, in the economy a couple of months. Yeah. You know, 
a lot of economists were looking for the unemployment rate to get to 4.5% by the end of 2021, early 2022. And certainly the, the job vacancies, the employment momentum that we'd seen made that you know a strong probability. What these lockdowns means is that we're probably going to get a blip up in the unemployment rate in the next few months, and that that move to a 4.5% unemployment, which is what the Reserve Bank and Treasury want to see, could well be pushed back to the sort of middle of 2022 rather than early 2022. So it's really postponing the good news because, again, we know that the RBA is keeping interest rates near zero. We're seeing uh, last week from the Morrison government as well as the state governments a, a range of fiscal stimulus measures. So there's going to be a bit of money pumped into the economy to keep business and consumers uh, chugging along, I suppose, in these difficult times. But when it does end, when we do have you know back to near zero cases, that people will go out and spend and hopefully they invest and hire again too. Stephen will be back with more in a moment. I'm with economist Stephen Kukoulis, a.k.a. The Kook. And data this week, in a sense, has all been overwhelmed by what's happened in the last seven days or so. The RBA board minutes are out. They're out, yes. Look, they're probably not going to have the attention because of these lockdowns and the things we've just been discussing. But nonetheless, that was the meeting, uh, the one in early July, where the RBA did signal a, a slight scaling back in its bond buying program. They didn't extend the yield curve control beyond the April 2024 bond, which is something we've spoken about in recent weeks. So getting their assessment on just how strong the economy was as we went into these lockdowns will actually be part of how the, the markets will read that. And of course, this housing boom continues to dare I say, bubble along, pun intended there. And that will be sort of something that I think the Reserve Bank will be looking at as well, because house prices, even within this uncertainty that we're seeing now, look to be maintaining a fair bit of momentum. And international trade data, that'll come out too, and that will be strong. Oh, as we've been seeing for, for quite a while now, you know, and, the, and the iron ore price at the end of last week was you know, 220 US dollars a tonne or thereabouts. Uh, so it was very, very strong. We're exporting, you know, any huge tonnages of iron ore, and even the coal price is at a ten-year high. So, coke and coal has been in hot demand. You've got to use it to melt the iron ore, and so the linkage there is quite clear. And we export lots of that stuff. So, another trade surplus for the month of, you know, around about nine or ten billion dollars is in the offing, and uh, that is providing a really important boost to our economy. Incredible. Just the other one coming out is retail trade. Is that right? Yeah, retail trade, preliminary numbers, uh, they are for the month of June. That had part of the Victorian lockdown. And I think if we look at the various banks who produce their card tracker type data, they look at internal transactions and produce, you know, pretty reliable forecasts on what consumers are spending. It's probably going to be a small negative for the month of June, partly because of the Victorian lockdown. So uh, again, just that risk that we see a run of slightly negative news over the next few months, which might just dampen some of this business and consumer sentiment, which, as we've been seeing, was buoyant until these lockdowns came along. Have a great week, Stephen. Thank you, Sean. That was economist Stephen Kukoulis, better known as The Kook. You can find him at thekook.com and follow him on Twitter using the handle The Kook. I'm Sean Elmer, and this is Fear and Greed, the week ahead. 